0: Um, okay, Ricardo Ball, come on in please, because let's talk some football. Leeds 2, Newcastle 2, Southampton 0, Fulham 2, Chelsea 2, Forest 2, Villa 2, Spurs 1, hopeless. Manchester United 2, Wolves 0, Crystal Palace 2, Bournemouth 0. And this morning, games of real interest, Everton 0, in trouble, Manchester City 3, dominant, uh, Brentford 2, um, uh, West Ham 0. Uh, And then another one, I think, which has sealed their fate as well. Arsenal 0, Brighton 3. So three matches this morning. And... uh that uh, places everyone quite precariously. I, I think Manchester City at the top, but the bottom is a real interest. Yeah,
1: bottom is really interesting, Smithy. That result for Southampton at home uh, against Fulham, two, losing two nil, has condemned them. They, they, they're gone now. They can't stay up. So Southampton, are eleven years in the Premier League, is done. They will be a Championship side next season, and you, you can't really argue it either. I was just looking at some of the stats. Uh, I mean, they've played thirty-six games this season, Smithy, in the, in the Premier League. Mm. Uh, they have only they, uh, they, they have uh, only um, managed to get something out of a third of those games. So they've won and drawn 12, and they've lost 24. Uh, you can't lose 24 games out of 36 and expect to stay up.
0: No, you certainly cannot. Um, and, you know, I remember the story of Leicester was absolutely fantastic. I think it's about seven years ago now when Jamie yep. Vardy was absolutely um, on fire. He's still there trying to dig them out of a hole here and it's not looking good and they have a massive game tomorrow with Liverpool. Yeah, they do. They've,
1: uh, You know, it's really it's a game at hand that they have on all the others that are down there as well, so they really need to get something out of this game. They are at home uh, I mean, and their finish is tough, right? So they've got Liverpool at home, then they're away at Newcastle next weekend and they finish at home to West Ham. That could be a crucial game. West Ham probably going to be safe by then and potentially will have uh, Euro European final on their books as well so that might be one that they target three points from but I think they need to get something else out of the two games before that as well
0: Okay so we're really, this is how it shapes up down the bottom, Southampton done and dusted uh, 24, no no worries there, they're, they're gone uh, Leicester sit uh, with a game in hand as you say uh, on 30 points, Leeds one point above them having played a game more and then you're looking at uh, Everton who precariously are placed uh, with two games to go on 32, Forest 34, West Ham probably safe as you say, but uh, so Forest Everton leads Leicester. That's the way it looks to me. Yeah, it looks that way, mate. And uh, you know, I,
1: I, I mean Everton, I don't think ever realistically thought they were going to get anything out of Manchester City today, right? Uh, So their their focus will be on on what's to come. And what's to come for them? Well, they've got Wolves away who are safe for the season. They might be on the beach uh, a little bit. And then they finish at home to Bournemouth. Another team, nothing to play for. No European uh, distractions and uh, they are safe as well. They may also be, as I say, you know, on the beach. So I I think Everton can get points uh, from what they've got to come. Leeds, though, Interesting, they are away at West Ham their next game. that could be a crucial game for both clubs, and they finish at yeah. home they finish at home to
0: Spurs. well, I mean goodness me, Spurs do so many sides favors <laughs> 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 and, and I mean for Spurs, I mean in all honesty, yeah Spurs fans uh, absolutely probably one of the most frustrated bunch of fans in the world, uh, to be perfectly honest, but i uh, have had managerial issues this year, as have uh, Chelsea had managerial issues. What are the situations there? Do you have any inside info? Yeah, well, it looks like uh, the former Spurs boss uh, Pochettino, Mauricio
1: Pochettino, is going to go to Chelsea. Uh, looks all but done. Hasn't officially been announced yet. Sky Sports UK are reporting it, though, so when it gets to that point uh, that they're reporting it, it's just a matter of time. So Pochettino, he's not going to come in this season, so Frank Lampard will finish the season as boss uh, interim boss there at Chelsea, and then Pochettino will be will begin now, and he will start working with the board on the players he wants to keep, players he wants to sell, etc., and then come in the first of June and and take over the club. Spurs, though, on the other hand, uh, no idea uh, because. I don't think they have any idea. I mean, their their sporting uh, director, um, Peter Tucci, uh, who came from Juventus, has been caught up in the scandal that uh, Juventus have been involved in as well. And he's been banned by FIFA from all football. So he's had to step down. So they don't have a sporting director at the moment. Uh, and they don't seem to be able to attract anybody who wants to manage the club. And a lot of it is down to what's going to happen with Harry Kane. He's got a year left on his deal with Spurs. Uh, the... Our club is saying that if he wants to leave or if anybody wants to buy him, he's going to cost $100 million, which I don't know that anybody's going to pay $100 million for a 29-year-old one year left on his deal, regardless of how many goals he scores. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there. But the latest is Julian Nagelsmann, who was the buy-in boss and a lot of people thought was nailed on to be the next Spurs boss, apparently hasn't even talked to Spurs and isn't being considered, which is interesting. The latest I've heard is that Ryan Mason who's the currently the 31-year-old academy coach who came through the Spurs ranks and had to retire early because of a skull fracture, uh, is being considered as uh, being put in charge of the team uh, for next season. Um, which, I think, if you're a Spurs fan, it's a great story. And Ryan Mason's playing it up, saying, Eddie Howe was 31 when he took over Bournemouth. Um, mm. I, I, I think that would be hugely underwhelming, and the other thing that you've got to think about is players. You know, How do you attract players with him as manager? Often you need to have a big-name manager to attract the best players. So if they don't find an answer to this and they go with Ryan Mason, it could be a few
0: lean years coming uh, Spurs' way. Oh, great. Thanks for that. Okay. Uh, thanks for the heads up. Hey, Rob, uh, let's. <laughs> OK, let's look at uh, your side then. Uh, at this stage, you're... Uh, Third equal with Newcastle, fourth on goal difference at this mm. point. Now um, with Liverpool, four points behind. Now tell us the significance of finishing fourth and fifth. The significance of finishing fourth is you're in the Champions League. Fifth,
1: you're in the Europa League. Okay, so there's that, which is, you obviously that that spells it out for itself. Um, and and, and the money is a, is is big. It's a big difference between playing Europa League and playing Champions League. But the other thing that it does is it. Means that if you play Europa League, you tend to play on a Thursday, which means you don't tend to get too many Saturday games during the season. You end up playing Sundays a lot, so you end up playing what you know—that's Friday morning New Zealand time, Monday morning New Zealand time—versus playing Saturdays, and that throws things out of whack uh, in terms of cup competitions, in terms of in terms of the season in general. A lot of clubs find it hard to compete in the league if they're playing Europa League, particularly if they go deep. So uh, that is uh, something to watch. There as well because uh, it's a, there's a lot of games, and uh, if you're having to play that way, uh, and then you throw in an FA Cup draw as well, um, it can be just too much. We've seen that I think with United uh, at times this season. The Thursday to Sunday grind has just gotten too much at times.
0: Mm, right, okay, uh, that is a situation in the uh, EPL. Whilst uh, Rex and I think are in Las Vegas partying, <laughs> last I heard. <laughs> what a st- what a story that is. I mean, okay, the. Uh, it's just a, a fantastic, fantastic story.
1: Oh, it's a great story. And I'm looking forward to season two of Welcome to Wrexham because that, that is going to be absolutely blinding. i uh, will be interesting to see what they do next year. I've actually heard that Tom Glover, who is the Melbourne City Keeper, who's been very, very good in the A-League this year. He made some outstanding saves uh, through the season. Uh, he's had a contract at the end of the season. I've heard that he's got a pre-contract deal with Wrexham to go there. Um, so that would suggest that if he's going to go there, maybe Ben Foster doesn't uh, uh, continue his comeback from retirement. It's just a, a you know a few months done and dusted and he goes back to retirement, the uh, former England keeper uh, who's been helping Wrexham out. But, uh, so that is something. But yeah, they'll be in League Two next season. I mean, they've already got about four or five players that have played as high as League One before, Smithy. Um, Mm. So I think they're well equipped and you know we've seen quite a few teams who have gone out of the National League, as it's called, into League Two and then gone straight up to League One as well. And I reckon Rexham are odds on to probably do the same next season.
0: The Sting seems to have gone out of the A-League as soon as Phoenix uh, left uh, in terms of losing the playoffs to uh, Adelaide. Uh, you better just give us a quick update on where that sits because uh, I'm, I'm guilty also of uh, turning off it a wee bit. Yeah,
1: no worries. Uh, well so Adelaide who beat the Phoenix uh, uh, what, what happened then is basically you got to the final four then it goes to home and away, semi-finals. Uh, so Adelaide hosted the Central Coast Mariners who finished second in the uh, regular season uh, and lost 2-1 in Adelaide on the weekend so they've got to go up to the uh, the Central Coast and, and get a result this weekend if they want to st- uh, have a crack at the A-League Grand Final. And the other two Two teams are Sydney FC and Melbourne City. They played out a one-all draw in Sydney on the weekend, so they go back to Melbourne uh, this weekend, and you'd have to say that uh, you'd, you'd put Sydney as favourites in that one. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if Adelaide get through this, though, because the A-League, of course, Smithy uh, have done a deal with Sydney to play their next three grand finals in Sydney, and uh, there's every chance it's Adelaide versus Melbourne City in Sydney. Um, for the grand
0: final, which would be interesting to see how what sort of effect that is on the crowd. Absolutely brilliant, fantastic. Okay, thanks, that Ricardo for that round the houses, and uh, really uh, appreciate that.